0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the Twitch Prime loot drops for Destiny. A lot of folks are taking issue with it. Most folks kind of don't care, so I wanted to do a video about it. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at Rage.com. That'll bring you right to my Twitch channel uh, and if you're on YouTube, hitting like, share, subscribe and hitting the little bell button. That helps me out. Thanks for all the comments lately. A lot, of, a lot of support on YouTube and Twitch lately It's been really, really cool to see a lot of new names So, what's going on with the Twitch Prime Loot Drops. I have the first month here on the YouTube video. If you're listening to the audio version, you won't be able to see it, but I'm going to read to you everything that's coming in this month, and the subsequent months, I'm going to walk through exactly what is going on. This was announced kind of by accident on Twitch, on their main homepage, and then... It was it was basically stalled out for a day. They were supposed to do it on the day where there was all the maintenance and all the problems, uh, and they ended up not doing it because it was there was it wasn't possible. They could they couldn't roll it out because the game was down. So they rolled it out the following day, which was on the 29th. I'm recording this on the 30th. So I'm gonna walk through what it is. I'm gonna give you all the details just so you can be aware. It's not that hard to set up. Secondly, I want to address the criticisms. People are criticizing this. It blows my mind that I'm I'm even having conversations that I'm having with folks and hearing things from Reddit. I just, I have such a hard time understanding where some folks are coming from on this one. And then I'm going to give you my conclusion about uh, about the the whole ordeal. So first and foremost, let me just kind of read to you what exactly is going on. So Desi's Twitch Prime offering kicked off on January 29th across all platform and they'll be doing giveaways for the next six months. Every month they're going to be doing a giveaway. If you're not aware, if you have Amazon Prime, you can connect it to Twitch and get Twitch Prime. You will get one free sub a month to, to any channel that you want and that supports us streamers and that's great. Thank you everybody who does that. And then you get free stuff. You get free skins and video games. You get free indie titles. It's actually a pretty cool deal. There's been some really cool indie games you can snag so if you are a twitch prime user make sure and check that twitch prime reward page every month there's some pretty cool games that have rolled out for for completely free some cool devolver games and then periodically they do stuff like this cosmetic sort of vanity items or you know or loot in games and there are going to be 24 items in destiny exotic items ornaments uh, sparrows um, ships and ghost shells actually i don't think sparrows are included now that i say that Uh, No, there are some sparrows. So, 24 items, 4 items each month stretched across 6 months. So you can see here on the screen, the first 4 months are the Soros Regime and then the coup de, coup domain you know ornament and then there's the ghost shell that looks like a disco ball and then there's the spaceship i forget the name of it i think it's the one that's got a weird name unsecured outcry it looks kind of siva so i'm just going to read all the ones we're going to be getting so suros is the first exotic weapon then prospector and prometheus lens are the two other exotic weapons everything else is non-weapon oriented it's either an ornament for the weapons that are coming out or it's a ghost uh ship or a sparrow you're going to get the eye of Osiris ornament for the uh, Prometheus lens and then the Belvedere ornament which is for the Prospector. They will also be doing emotes, poultry petting, cerebral explosion and s'mores and then Ghost Shells makes up a pretty large chunk here. Tyrant Shell Skyline Flipside Shell, Age of Tomorrow Shell, Plasma Shell, Star Map Shell, Pintail Shell uh, and then Sparrows the Whipcrack Burnout, Hecuba S, Praxic Finery and then the Ships, Sails of Osiris, Fleet Ska, Death of Kells Unsecured Outcry and Stellar pavements so those are all the items they tend to be focusing on items that are much older in the game exotics that have been around since year one and then ships and ghosts and sparrows that have also been around for a while none of these are recent items in the game that includes the ornaments for the exotics these are not new items these aren't things that were recently in the eververse so no one's going to feel like oh my gosh i just bought that these are these are totally free. My, my view of this is it does seem that they're targeting newer players. Players that, you know, check out Twitch, you know, they're watching, they're like, oh, Destiny seems pretty cool, it's free to play, and the exotic pool is so large now that they're trying to give people just a couple more avenues of getting exotics. If you go to the collections page as a veteran player, it's it's hard for you to realize it because you're just so used to having them all, but the exotic weapons alone, just ignoring exotic armor, because if you add that it's even bigger. But if you just look at the exotic weapons alone, there is a ton of them, and the the pathway to getting them is pretty limited. You're either buying them from Xur or running 980 Nightfalls, and neither of those things are super accessible to new players. This is a way to give them that feeling of like, oh, I'll check out Destiny, I'll play for a little bit, see what this new gun is all about. Soros is a nice gun to hand people, it looks cool, sounds cool. It's an auto-rifle. Auto-rifles are generally a nice entry-point weapon for any shooter. So, I think it's good to see Bungie working with Twitch. It'd be cool if they could also roll out some things on Mixer and YouTube. I know they like to stream on all the platforms when they do their streams, and obviously, Twitch already has a mechanism up and running to deliver free stuff every month to players, and so it was a good opportunity to do that. But... Not surprising. I kind of thought we were going to sail right through here and just just jump right through the fiery hoop and pull off a trick here, but people are criticizing this, which I guess somebody in chat said they're surprised. I'm surprised. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. I, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that we have to keep visiting such horrible arguments. By and large, it seems that the people on Reddit like to put up what I call easy... It's, it's thoughtless easy clickism just thoughtless easy clickism you can put something on there claim it's pay to win claim it's FOMO throw out some dirty word that everyone everyone's like knows is like a click happy and everyone will click upvote on it and for anybody to argue this is pay to win I, I want you to feel me laughing in your face that is such an untenable position it is humorous that anybody would try to claim this is pay to win it's comically just comically stupid as an argument and now people are going you don't have to insult people well I I mean it's just it's willful ignorance it's just absolutely absurd that anybody would try to claim this as pay to win the items none of these items are significant within the power structure of the game or PvP. Suros, Prospector, and Prometheus Lens are not meta, they're not god tier, and their saturation in the game are ridiculously high. Like, they've been sold, these items have been sold so many times by Xur, the people getting these items are not getting some sort of an advantage in the game, like they're these brand new, insanely strong exotics. And I know people will follow up what I'm saying with, it's a slippery slope, Lono, it's a slippery slope. Slippery slope as like a worry and a concern in an argument is not grounds or cause to run to Reddit, Twitter or anywhere and claim that the sky is falling, this is scummy, this is pay to win this is bad or whatever. It's none of the arguments are substantive or intelligent. They're thoughtless, easy clickism. You're going to get a bunch of upvotes from people that are haters and and just want to complain there's no thought behind any of it. The only thing I heard today that was decently thought through was this just kind of makes the game feel like every other video game every game does this. It feels kind of chintzy like a mobile game I hear where you're coming from, I do but any game that's been out this long has to develop really really accessible inroads for new players, that's why we have new light, that's why everything's been so heavily discounted if it's an old piece of DLC and this is another way to get new players in the game and help them have a fun time in in, in the most in the most frankest of terms, who gives a blue frick if a new player boots up and can have fun with the Suros regime? That should be exciting for you, that someone might have a really accessible and fun inroad to the game to enjoy the game that we supposedly all enjoy. If you're defending it on Reddit and Twitter in such ideological, such dramatic ways, I would think it's because you like the game, and if you like the game, you would think that you would want players to come in and have a good time, but that doesn't seem to be the case with some folks that think these ways Bungie shouldn't be giving away exotics Lono they shouldn't be giving away exotics there's a ridiculous amount of exotics in the game and buying them from Xur is about as chintzy as it gets these are a lot of these exotics also just aren't that strong or that great they're just fun they look cool and they sound cool and that's why selling exotics at Xur isn't even that big of a deal uh people will be left out if they don't have prime I mean again I really don't think that's a big deal it's a special cool thing these are these are very minuscule items these are outdated and old items I promise you Bungie has never sold power in the eververse and they're not going to start putting god tier amazing exclusive exotics in this pool they're going to be outdated old and vanity and no one needs to be concerned about that there is literally no way Bungie would start doing that I just can't see that jiving with their philosophy about the game so my conclusion is is this is a very safe and non-controversial way to promote Destiny 2. It's a great, you know, a great way to funnel audience members here, Amazon Prime owners, Twitch watchers, Twitch Prime owners, to get them into the game, get them shooting the bad guys and getting the loot to drop and maybe becoming a fan of Destiny. Games that are out this long have to create those inroads because the loot pool is enormous. Leveling has been streamlined as well. You jump in the game at 750. They've really tried to be thoughtful about this and I do believe that anytime a game gets this far into its life cycle. These sorts of things just become common, especially with a free-to-play entry point. Three guns and some vanity items spread out over six months is just nothing. This this registers a zero on the Richter scale. This is not going to throw off anything. This is not going to hurt any sort of development of like, oh, where's the grind? This stuff should have been in the game. The people that have been arguing that it should have been new stuff for all players, I guarantee you if they would have done that, people would have complained and been like, why are you putting new stuff in Twitch prime instead of the game that's only for people who have twitch prime they couldn't put brand new cool items in this it had to be old items that most people had already had not something new and exciting because if it's new and exciting that would have caused probably more and i would say even justifiable criticism i don't want bungie making unique cool items only available through twitch prime we want to see those things either in the game's eververse system so you can buy them with bright dust or earnable in the game itself so As always, you can come in and join these discussions live at saynotorage.com. If you want to join the Q&A and tell me that I'm wrong, plenty of people do that. Uh, The haters try to claim that we ban people for disagreeing with me. That's not true. I spend large portions of Q&A disagreeing with people all of the time. You just have to be respectful, and cavemen struggle with that, so they get banned. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, feel free to stop by the stream and join in, and as always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about the Twitch prime loot drops that launched on January 29th. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google play Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at say no to rage.com. And the Q and a session might get spicy. I'm, I'm, i'm still kind of in shock that we have criticism about this cool thing that twitch is doing with bungie but you know you never you never really know what people are going to get uh, persnickety and nitpicky about and this feels like one of those times uh we're going to jump into the questions here and see what kind of a good discussion that we can have dark seraphim says do you think the problem that people have with the twitch drops involves the fear of weapons being something that should be earned would it be different if it was shards and shaders possibly an ornament I think there's a problem here with this this attitude about old exotics, and the reason being is, Soros regime prospector and the Prometheus lens have been sold so many times by Xur that I I don't know if you could really make a purist argument here about they should be earned. It's like really, I mean, you're fed so much uh, as far as if you you know if you play a reasonable amount, it's not that hard to. You know, buy weapons from Xur. If Xur didn't exist, I could see this argument getting more traction and being like, that's kind of weird, Bungie. Why not just give people a a boon or something when running strikes that increase exotic drop rate or something? But the fact that Zur exists in the game, I, I can't see... I can't see that being an issue. Where... The, you can go get really old exotics that they have such a high saturation rate in the game by now. Suros, Prospector, and Prometheus Lens. Literally, the week that Prometheus Lens was super, super strong on the Crucible, they had Zercel it, like, on purpose. I mean, if everybody has that, you know what I'm saying? Now, I do think their next batch or this batch maybe they would have gotten away with it a little bit more if it would have been like something like the cold heart but you gotta be careful cause if you do the cold heart and then you do Ariana's vow and you do symmetry you could be like well those were weapons that literally everybody got. You could say, "Well, wait a minute, now that was part of the value of those seasons," and people would have gotten angry about that. There's, there's no circumstance here. There's no equation that doesn't result in people getting angry. And I'm going to show you what I mean. If they would have done exotics like that, Cold Heart, Ariana's Vow, and Symmetry, those are, uh, you know, items that everyone gets and does not earn. You literally buy the season, or you pre-ordered, and you got those items. Like boom, just free exotic. Here you go pay to win gee many Christmas. people argue that people said that about the ariana's oh it's pay to win you know you buy the you buy the season and you get an exotic that's not pay to win people don't understand pay to win they just know that it's trendy to say it and that it'll get you know like i said it's thoughtless easy clickism which is that's the internet right now (laughs) your aunts you, you know your aunt and your grandma sharing facebook articles that are junk science you know that that's thoughtless easy clickism is like how to scri- how to describe large portions of the internet right now and we're not immune to this in the gaming world so you know, pay to win would would have been the argument there. Would not pay to win. I'm sorry, but if they would have done Cold Heart, Ariana's Val, and Symmetry, people would have been like, "Now, wait a minute, you're giving those away for free." I, I bought season pass, and that was part of the value, and now you're giving it away. People would have complained about that. I saw Gig saying that something for all players is better than something for a few players. I I disagree with him. I don't think that would have been the smart play at all. The logic the logic of his argument breaks down really quickly, and here's how. If it's for all players and everybody can get excited about it, guess what? It's not for all players. It's only for players who have Amazon Prime and Twitch Prime. Therefore, it's not for all players. If they would have added something cool and new that you can't get anywhere else, let's just say they made an ornament for the Symmetry or they made an ornament for the the Bastion, okay? An ornament for the Bastion comes out uh, and it's only available... For this, from this, people would have been furious. They'd have been like, wait a minute, I can only get it through Twitch Prime? That's terrible. I, that, that's not good. Or a new ship, or a new ghost, or something that you can only get from this. That, by definition, would not be for all players. So when Giggs voiced that criticism, I'm like, wait a minute though, homie. Like, if they would have put something cool in there, the, people would have been furious. People would have been angry. The way they did this is literally the only way they could have done it. It's old outdated high saturation items and guess what if you happen to miss some of the seasons at these I had people in chat yesterday that are here all the time and play all the time and they're like oh I don't have the ship yet that's pretty cool I, I, that's awesome. What Streamers ain't getting jack from this. You know what I'm saying? We're not getting any items for this. And we're also not getting a huge influx of subs from it either. Do you want to know why? Because most of the people that hang out on Twitch are, and, and like Destiny are probably already using their Prime subs somewhere on somebody. So this isn't even a matter of like, well, you're defending it because it benefits you. No, not really. I have not gotten some insane like monsoon of Twitch Prime subs because this came in and I'm a top of directory streamer. I'm at the top everyday day like I, that's not why this has been instituted this is another way to promote the game and to give new players something fun to have in the game Soros is a fun gun and it looks cool that's, that's basically what this comes down to you know it just I don't think this is I don't think this is the way this is not a pay to win situation you know it just isn't I would I would I would largely say that the way that they're doing this is more about it's a it's almost like a commercial it's almost like a commercial for Destiny more than anything because these guns and these items are so inconsequential so you're wrong. Look at Fortnite and Apex. They both do that and are actually successful. Fortnite releases exclusive items from Twitch Prime. Yeah, and that's fine, uh, Rich Penguins. Those are not loot-based games. So that's called a false equivalency, which makes your argument terrible. And then you really capstone your argument by calling Destiny ass. Like, whew. Wow, we're all shaking in our boots from your your incredible intellect and ability to argue for your position, Pixel Bear. It seems to me the decision to use existing loot is likely to give an incentive to new players and as an incentive to jump into the game. Do you think with that set, you agree with that sentiment, or do you think that they should have tried to deliver unique loot for the entire player base instead? Literally just dealt with this. I just dealt with this as a sentiment because I know that's something that Gig said. You actually can't do that. If you're going to argue it should be for everybody, then it can't be limited to Twitch Prime. The minute it's limited to Twitch Prime, you insisting on it being something for everybody, that logic breaks down really quickly because not everybody has Twitch Prime, so by definition, it's not for everybody. So Bungie made the right call here. They said, these items aren't that consequential. They're old. They're high saturation. A lot of these items have been sold by Zerr. The guns, the three guns. So we're just going to give away you know outdated stuff it's not a big deal at all. If you would have, again, as I said, if you would have put a cool new item in here, I used the bastion as an example, an ornament for the bastion that you could only get from Twitch Prime, people would have been ticked. It's just a loot-based game, so you open loot boxes in Apex. LOL. I understand you're a PVE player, so it's okay. Man, you're you're really barking up the wrong tree, homie. I, that I. My resume speaks for itself. I'm a hired shoutcaster. I understand these PvP games. i played Apex. I grew up on Quake 2, Quake 3, and Unreal Tournament. You were probably playing with blocks when I did that. Like, I understand PvP games, and I know that there's loot boxes in Apex. This is a loot-based game. Loot-based meaning the main driver of what you're doing is chasing and pursuing loot. Apex, at its core, is a PvP battle royale game, and that's it. Loot boxes do not make it a loot-based game. Okay? You're, you're, you're really having a hard time here. Y- you know, you're not really keeping up and you don't seem to really know what you're talking about. But I guess thanks for stopping by. You don't even probably play the game you're in here talking about. funk. Most Amazon Twitch Prime loot I have received is a Twitch-themed item, mostly in color. Do you think Bungie should have done purple Twitch-themed ornaments for the exotics to fit in line with the rest of the drops? Here again, in lies the problem I've been highlighting for the last little bit. If they would have done that, you would have ticked a lot of people off. Oh, I'd love a purple shader for my Suros. I'd love a purple shader for the Prospector. I can only get it with Twitch Prime. I, I think they made the right call. Uh, that's that's the grand irony here. Is everybody the player base is getting upset and they? made a decision that's respecting the player base if you're like well I want that okay well if you are that driven to want it and you've been playing for a long time you probably have most of these items you know and if you don't these are items that are in the game you can get these exotics I guess you can't get the the ships and stuff anymore but again they're old and they're outdated they're not new and exclusive so if you don't have these you're likely a new player or a player that has barely played And then your drive to go get it is like, well, I can go get it. But if it's like, oh, the entire existing player base that's been playing since Destiny 2 Vanilla being told the only way to get these purple skins or shaders is to go through Twitch Prime would have been met with, I think, way more frustration. And I would have been like, I kind of agree with these people. You don't want to take exclusive loot and put it outside of the game like that. This is not exclusive loot. This is loot that, again, has been in the game since forever. Think about the era that these ships and these shaders, I'm sorry, these ships, ghosts, and sparrows come from. It's the era of, like, the prismatic matrix and stuff. Like, you were getting bright Ingram's like crazy. I-, I have all these items. I do. I have every item, as far as I know, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. I have all of these items because back then, you just got stuff constantly from the Eververse. It was a different time. And they also had way more stuff quantitatively in the Eververse there was you know three times the amount of ghost ships and sparrows every season than there are now there was entire pages of ghosts and sparrows and ships added back then and now they add like you know nine per per class instead of an entire page so it's a it, it, it's these items are not having I don't think the value that everybody's trying to attribute to uh, to them step uh, stephanum or what is that step anyway Steven, man, got it. Uh should cross crossed bows be added or no? <laughs> I don't know what that A crossbow, I mean, we, we don't need to turn, we don't we don't need we don't need crossbows. that's maybe an exotic one, but I don't know. We don't need a new class of We do not need a new class of weapons that shoots arrows. Uh, we don't need that. It's getting warm down here. What is going on? Um must be I think the heat is on and it maybe there it just turned off. I was like, "Man, it's getting warm." Uh, Classic Hill Do you think this is the start of a bigger partnership with Amazon and Bungie? Oh, I would like that as a Twitch streamer That's great, you know, I'd love them to do more stuff I want to see some Twitch rival stuff You know, there's There is uh, uh, Trials is around the corner You know, Trials is around the corner So, why not? Wishwash says, Personally, I feel a lot of things in Destiny right now are favoring new players. They keep bringing back old armor, Iron Banner, old guns, and now the Twitch thing is basically old exotics. Why do you think they don't seem to favor existing players? This is this is pretty slanted, I would say. Uh, everything you're listing is free. Iron Banner is free. The Twitch Prime thing is free. There's even a free trial. Um, now, I know it runs for six months and the free trial is only a month, but still if you already, the the lion's share of the people cashing in this Twitch Prime already have Amazon Prime, it's just a thrown in spiff, it's like a free indie game, you just get it, you're already paying for Amazon Prime and you get this stuff at no extra cost, you just throw it in if you're going and getting Amazon Prime just for these items, you're a minority almost nobody is doing it, these are existing existing Prime owners, almost 90, I would say 95% of the people cashing this in so Iron Banner is also free and so when you say they're they're favoring new players I don't think so I think they're making sure to feed both sides of the players the season pass has stuff for free for new players but then it also has stuff on there that might not interest a new player, ornaments for your armor armor drops emotes, all those things. That's kind of interesting to everybody, especially you know hardcore players they are going to push all the way to 92 and get an extra perk on their Sundial weapons. Uh, the Sundial activity, grinding for god rolls in the Sundial, leveling up the obelisks, uh, the corridors of time puzzle, the, you know, none of these things are really set out there for new players. A new player isn't going to really mess with much of what we do on a weekly basis if you're grinding and maximizing obelisks, if you're grinding 980 Nightfalls for exotics, if you are you know, plowing through the season pass or trying to hit level 20 on your artifact for your triumph. None of this stuff is, is, is set out there for new players. There is stuff for both sides of the player base. And to be fair, they kind of have to do that. They have to feed both types of player. The game has been out for a while, and if you don't create excessive and rewarding inroads for new players, they're gonna feel like this game is just a mountain. I'm trying to I'm trying to drink from a fire hose. There's way too much to do, there's way too much going on, and this is one way to curve off some of that some of that rough entry point to get into the game and I, I largely think Bungie has been very very tasteful and how they've balanced this they are not focusing all their attention on new players I, if anything I would say new players have a lot that they could look at and be like well none of that's for me and there's probably more of that than there is of the the the, the minuscule things they get is like an offering. K-W-E-L, uh, or, or is that supposed to be like Quell? Do you think that high-impact fusions being able to roll with backup plan is balanced in PvP? I don't have a strong opinion on this at all. Kamikaze, do you think you should get a backup generator? Well, I'm not going to spend a disproportionate amount of money and space and a lot for something like that to be installed for a something that happens of my stream time. I stream 9 or 10 hours a day, Monday through Friday, all year for almost 5 years, and no, I, you know, that didn't even need to be submitted. Don't do it. Don't you get free loot in the season pass? So what's the difference with prime loot? It's old guns no one uses in the Crucible. This is actually not a bad take. You can literally boot up New Light, play for free, level up the season pass, and get classic items like this the only items you can't get from those classic items would be the guns the prospector the suros the prometheus lens everything else you could get from those uh, those season pass ingrams that drop the best of the best of items a lot of these items are probably in there or if they're not they should be some of I mean I, I think the ship and the ghost are some of the cooler ones they've made um, so that's not a bad that's not a bad way to phrase it either lang solo is there, is there more to this than just gear? Amazon provides servers. Could this be the precursor to dedicated servers? I really don't think that this is the way to look at this. I don't want to read too much into the tea leaves here. I, I generally think... Um, I genuinely think that this is just something that promotes the game. Bungie's been very smart about leaning into the streaming platforms, you know? Sorry, Lono, I sent that while you were gone. Oh, it's fine. Just try not to send joke questions, because I didn't clear the questions list. There were already questions on it. Um, You're just giving me or the mod's homework and when you submit joke questions. It's not a big deal. Um... Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think we we need to look too deep into this. Dark Seraphim. Do you think this is a way for Bungie to test the waters with Twitch drops? Do you think once the next annual DLC drop hits, they'll do big Twitch events with streamers and drops? Maybe the extension like Borderlands. I don't dislike stuff like that. At least Bungie, at least Destiny, I should say, has had good organic growth on the platform. People come to watch the streamers. People come to to check out the content. You're not like. When they did that with Warframe, you know they inflate the numbers hugely. Everybody shows up to get the loot, and when you're not doing a loot drive, the the numbers just absolutely dry up and plummet. And you know, Digital Extremes did a lot of their their last push for you know over um, sorry not Overwatch, their last push with Warframe, th- th- with the loot drive and and getting loot from watching. Almost all of those decisions were heavily influenced by top of directory streamers that were basically being. Uh, like consultants with them, and I don't think, as consultants, they gave them bad ideas. I think they said these are things that generally will bring people to the directory, and it worked right pragmatically, you could say their plan worked, but fundamentally it failed because. If there's not true organic growth in viewership and intrigue and interest, all you're really doing is creating a false sense of growth and inflation. Like, it worked with Tarkov. I would say it's working well with Tarkov because Tarkov has exactly what I said was just missing. There's a natural, organic Intrigue and interest in Tarkov because it's a it's it's a it's a PVP game. It's it's got that BR feel to it, right? That intensity is there. That that entertainment is there. So Tarkov has those two factors: the organic intrigue, intrigue and interest, and the loot drops, right? So, I would say, um, I would say that if it done right, it can work. Um, got had a bit of talking about the prime stuff with Borderlands wasn't good. I tend to agree with them. I actually thought the extension for Borderlands was really, really smart. I think that, um, I think that Borderlands ultimately failed because the game was not great. Um, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I don't think that Borderlands really landed as a good streamable game, so the extension didn't go anywhere. I thought the extension was fine. I thought the extension, now there were people that were doing cheesy things and they were doing like 24 hour exploit chest farms to juice their numbers, right? And that was really frustrating to the people in that direct directory and eventually they fixed it I don't think you can use outliers or people that were exploiting or glitching as a reason to not do something cool like that. I actually think if Borderlands would have been a very, if it would have been a more successful game, I think the extension would have been praised and it would have been lauded and seen as like a, hey, this is a pretty good thing. So I think Destiny has what you want. There's a natural, organic intrigue and interest. Trials will no doubt really bring a lot more people to the directory, a lot more eyeballs and a lot more traction. And if they combine that with a loot effort as well, you know, watch streamers go to the lighthouse and you might win a, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, th- that could be, you know, that could be something. I-, I only would be concerned about that if it was items that you couldn't also get in the game. You know, extra, imagine getting, imagine there's like a currency to buy a trials card and to buy the boons. And when you're watching streamers periodically you could get some of that currency to use on buying the cards and buying the boons so hey if you're at work and can't play trials and you'd like to get some of the currency needed so that when you get home you have it cool watch your favorite trial streamer and you might get some of that currency you start doing like an exclusive shader or something I that would I would not be okay with that that's when it gets kind of nasty it's like now wait a minute that's that's not accessible in the game that's just something completely outside the game and extra and that would get kind of dangerous um so you've got to be careful with this you do you know hey come watch your favorite streamer and you'll get a a nostalgic ingram if you don't have all the items from the eververse from past seasons you can watch your favorite streamer and periodically you might get a nostalgic ingram that's not hurting anybody or anything pretty low level pretty low key You know, or stuff like the Prime Loot, like really outdated, you know, decorative vanity items. It's not going to hurt anything. There's so many, so many old vanity items that could never conceivably be put back into the Eververse. So I would say say there's an opportunity there that could complement this game and directory well, but Bungie would have to be very, very tasteful about it. And I would be one of the first persons to call foul if I felt like they did something that they shouldn't be doing. You know, hey, come watch your favorite trial streamer, and you could win an in-game shader. And if you can't get that shader in the game, I would throw the I would throw the challenge flag on the play and be like, now hold on a minute, that should be accessible in the game as well. If there's some cool trial shader that has a chance to drop when you're playing. Let's say it drops for your for your favorite streamer, and then when it drops, people in chat have a chance to er- win it or earn it. That's totally fine. That's cool. That's communal. That's something that's already in the game. Uh, but outs- if it started to be an exclusive stuff, I'd be I would be like, no, you can't do that. I also would very strongly strongly be against select persons getting these special items when you do a bungee bounty it's a limited time event if you're telling viewers to go watch a particular streamer to earn a particular item i do not like directory manipulation coming from a developer i think that's a very very dangerous road to go down it should be like the borderlands loot uh extension and accessible and usable by all people that feeds the whole directory that's healthy and good for the whole directory um So I would say if you're going to do something like that, it would need to be available all the time. If you want to feature certain people for a bungee bounty or something, that's fine. That's a couple hour event. That's not something that says, hey, if you're watching at any point in time this weekend or at any point in time this week, we're we're promoting these people. Go watch these people in order to get the loot. I think that would be a big danger. So I think the Twitch Prime is nice. Anybody can cash it in, and the Borderlands extension was nice because anybody could use it. It needs to be into those. It needs to fit into those lanes. I would say, and Borderlands, if you won, you got items that were already in the game. You weren't getting exclusive items uh, that you couldn't get anywhere else. Resident Recon. Since ghosts have random rolls, if someone who pays for Twitch and gets a good roll on a ghost, if they say a, get a god roll, would that not be considered pay to win? This is absolutely ludicrous. I I, 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 I don't want to be mean here. I don't know how you type this. You can't be a serious... This can't be serious. A, a god roll ghost being pay to win? What perks on a ghost would you consider pay to win? Ghosts are... They're... they're they are literally the most inconsequential rolled item in the game like I just 10% XP there's 10% XP ghosts all over the game you got one with shadow keep like I, this is I don't this is this can't I, I know when people submit stuff like this they might think like oh this is a danger so I don't want to be unkind to you but this is a ludicrous thing to even assert it just isn't it's just not it's way out of left field Uh, If you read this on Reddit, just remember, I mean, people are just putting a lot of thoughtless easy clickism on Reddit. Like, this is just not, this is not a thing. We don't need to dogpile chat, don't pile, but I don't, I just don't think this type of a, of a question is even close to being legitimate. D.N. Durkin, not so much a question as it is a thought. Oh, I love those. I love non-question question submissions. <clears throat> but I find it interesting how I've never heard blowback against season exclusive or expansion exclusive exotics yet twitch prime is going too far I don't get it well this seasonal purchase is different it's in the game you buy it and it's in the game this is outside the game this is this is something that's significantly more expensive like if you don't presently have amazon prime and you want to get all six months of the drops it is um it is quite a bit more expensive um, so I don't think we can make a comparison here I understand where you're coming from I do think the blowback on this is, is ridiculous I think it's completely overstated and exaggerated however I don't think a good refutation of what they're saying is well you buy the seasonal stuff and you get the seasonal stuff and they would say yeah and that's available to all players for significantly less money than someone who doesn't presently have Amazon Prime so d- does that make sense so uh, brand new sub from I'm sorry 13 months from SciFireman thank you Um, so, I appreciate that you're trying to push back on unnecessary blowback and frustration in the community, but I, however, I don't think you're making a good argument, so, I I would say you need to make your argument rooted in something other than, like, oh, you buy the season passes. Uh, Mr. Gravity, what's your opinion on having an actual Twitch drop event in Destiny? It could maybe drop some Twitch-themed ornaments or whatever else. It would bring a lot of people. We kind of already talked about doing the loot drop thing as, like, an event thing, but... I don't. I'm. am dead serious. I don't want purple shaders. And 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 I don't want a ghost with the Twitch glitch on it. I don't want a ghost projection of the Twitch glitch. I don't want that. Twitch ain't a part of Destiny's lore. Don't get this twisted. It is, I don't, I don't, it, it, why? We don't need that. The iconography, the, the iconography in Destiny is so beautiful. The, the the icons they use when we're doing quarters of time or you're doing Riven is just awesome. The lore is awesome. I don't want any of that, like, corrupted by, I love Twitch, you know. Bleed purple. I've been on this platform for a really long time and have no plans to leave. Um, but I don't want the Twitch gl- Twitch glitch in my game. It doesn't belong in here. And another thread of my argument would be: I don't want shaders and things that you can't get anywhere else. If there's a really cool purple shader for a gun and you can only get it through the Twitch thing, I'm not okay with that. These are items that anybody could have gotten up to this time by going to Xur or playing a bunch. These items are not exclusive to the Twitch Prime deal. Items exclusive to the Twitch Prime deal I don't think would be a good call, even if it was just like a purple ornament or shader or something. Uh, a brand new sub from Ko- Koku uh, XPL. Thank you so much for your brand new Prime sub. Enjoy the 45 emotes and the ad-free viewing. Amish Milkman. I feel that the people who have an issue with the prime loot are part of the dedicated player base who make comments about the free entry point. Could this be an extension of people expecting anything from a game for the original price? Would they complain if the game was everything but $150 at the start? I don't really want to waste a whole lot of oxygen and brain power on people that don't like that that they have a free entry point. I really don't. I have no interest in reasoning with cavemen. I just simply don't. Being angry that the fact that they made a free entry point game—I shut the frick up. I don't care to talk to folks like that, brologs. Do you think n- not? Nothing against you, Amishmoke Smoke Man. You know that I love you, but I don't want to waste time talking to that just brain dead position, brologs. Do you think that the loot gives new players a shiny new toy, incentivizes playing more, and would a standard world drop exotic give more feeling of success? I, I it's I think it's the first half. Shiny new toy, jump in, play. Soros is a fun gun. You know your ship's cool now. You don't have a you don't have a vanilla like green, green quality ship. You know, the optimist or uh, the optimist. Uh, you've touched on people being anxious to be angry many times over the past few weeks. you think this is a symptom of franchise fatigue or people just wanting attention? It's the culture that we live in. All you gotta do is watch Twitter to see this in action. I actually, there was a pretty good video, somebody mentioned me in, there was a streamer, I I don't know her name, and she basically went on a tirade about how everyone is so anxious to cut others down and to hurt other people. All it takes is a clip of a streamer saying something you don't like, and the guns come out. Just blow them off the face of the earth, right? Because you don't like what they said. It happened with that girl who was complaining she wasn't getting subs we saw it recently in our own community with wish you luck just complete overreactions and people just fly off the handle this is kind of no different you see it in politics you see it in uh sports rivalries you see it in people's opinions about uh religion it it, it, you you see junk science uh flying around uh this is no different this is just people this is just what people do right um I'm not aware of any of that stuff GS Gunner. I understand that that one streamer that like scolded her stream about subs has a history of saying things that are way worse. Uh but if she's breaking community guidelines, that's on Twitch to ban her for that. The, twi- the the clip that got her all the hate, most of the people clicking on that and preaching against it, they were not doing that because of her past logs. They were doing that because of Outrage cancel culture, like yeah, Pitchfork Nation. And she got 2,000 new followers from it and 20,000 new channel impressions. So y- you guys need to think beyond your nose. Like, Oh, so I'm so angry! <laughs> you spit it out, and then everybody does that, and she got channel growth from it. So good job, you guys did it. You guys, you guys won no prizes. <laughs> you won no prizes other than a ribbon that says here, you know, wear this ribbon for a week. It says dummy on it. Like you won the dummy ribbon. You bunch of dummies. You basically helped her channel grow. You achieved the exact opposite of what you hoped to to achieve. <laughs> like you didn't you didn't win any contest prizes other than a dummy ribbon. Um, so. This is a similar situation, okay? People are just so quick to just throw in and be like, this is, I'm really angry about this. It doesn't take much. It really doesn't take much. I really do feel like the internet is a, a field of dry grass, you know, and the right spark, whoop, and then whoof, fires are ignited. It's just a field of dry grass. And we've got to do what we can to have, you know, more patches of green and and lush environments of, of understanding and being kind and and having good discourse. We need to rebuild we need to rebuild the culture's schema and thought process and thinking about argumentation, nuance, discussion. Because whether it's politics or video games, you we have bought into a, a tribalistic and dichotomous way of thinking that if you're not with me, you're my sworn enemy and deserve the worst treatment. And I just don't think that's a I don't think that's a healthy way to live and I don't think it's good for culture. I, I think there's there's gonna be we're going to look back. We're going to look back, you know, in 50 years, there'll be sociological studies on the impact of Facebook and Twitter and social media, not even, not on themselves intrinsically, but on the world globally. I, I, I don't even think we quite, we, we, we it's so hard in the mix of it to truly zoom out and see the impact this is having on the actual just global cultural mindset it is uh it's very very worrisome and you should we should all do our best to raise each other's consciousness and be more understanding and have more discourse and discussion because the more people that do that the less traction this nonsense gets and the more the more power we will have as thinking and compassionate and empathetic people and the mindless mob will 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 have a harder time getting traction and getting fires and pitchforks to burn if if more people are slow to react and 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 more more embracing a thinking and engaging way of life and way of engagement with social media um so it is uh tristan harris gave a big presentation. It was like a congressional hearing. Uh, he used to be an ethicist for Google, and he talked about how we deal with the most complex problems in the most simplest way of communication pro- possible. You know, Twitter and Facebook. And we deal with very complex issues. This is why people get convinced of conspiracies and junk science and what I call you know, thoughtless easy clickism. It's it's so bottom rung. It's so easy to click on something that's that seems reasonable and it's, and it's, oh yeah, this is free. FOMO. This is pay to win or whatever, and that's essentially um, not that much different than your grandma retweeting some junk science article that's not true about you know somebody who grew a fourth arm because they ate too many Cheerios. Like it's there. It's it's very very similar. It's oh this is kind of convincing. This seems real. Like oh yeah this is FOMO. This is pay to win. When it's not. It's 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 a horse of a different color. It's all it's all they're all they're all horses. But this is just a horse of a different color. We have our own version of just nonsense positions that people latch onto and hold because it it again and it, it feels nice right you feel good you feel good when something cool is happening in a stream or there's a big charity event, right? Why? You're attached to something bigger than you. People like to be in the crowd and cheer for their favorite singer and cheer for their favorite sports team. Why? Because you suddenly feel like you're a part of this massive thing that's way bigger than you, and way stronger than you could ever feel in your own life on your own. And I think the inverse and the disgusting version of that is mob hate because it's the same idea. Cheering for your sports team, cheering for a charity event. Yay, we're linking arm in arm. We're attached to this bigger thing, and that feels really satisfying and cool and empowering. And I feel like I could conquer the world. Well, that's the same reason that, you know, people light cars on fire and start riots and punch people that don't deserve it and get into fights and and, and spew hate. It's it's all stemming from the same spirit. And that's the that's the danger of how technological, globalized we are. You are You are connected to so many people like that, and it's, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it's dangerous. It's like water. Water's life-giving and sustaining and good, but water in great quantities and pointed at the wrong thing can be the most destructive force on planet Earth. Water is good, but water can also destroy an entire village, so humans are good, but humans can also destroy themselves, so you kind of have to see through, and you're like, man, let's talk about video games, Lono, jeez, this is getting thick, this is getting heavy, but that's essentially what's going on, that's essentially what's going on, it's, 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 it's a microcosmic example of the bigger picture of what's going on in the world right now, is people just latch on to hot takes and hate and mob, instead of being th- thoughtful and slow to think through something, because it just feels good to click that upvote and be like yeah get them and it doesn't matter what it is it happens in video games it happens pretty basically in every category of the internet dark ruler Would people not complain about this if there was something new added along with the older items? I've already addressed it. If there were new items in there, I think that would honestly be more frustrating um, because that's actually not for all players. It's only for players with Twitch Prime. So a new item would have probably caused more frustration. And I, I think I would have been there with the people saying I've been critical of that. Like, you can't really put a brand new item outside of the game. There's already significant complaints about people focusing on the ever, you know Bungie focuses too much on the ever or there's not enough new items this year or season or whatever no vendor updates and I think people would have been like right to say why are you putting a new item in twitch prime and not in the dadgum game I, I think people would have been right to-, to call foul on that and I think that's why Bungie was smart to not put anything new in the loot pool TX blue I'm concerned in the future we could see exclusive or strong rewards with prime loot. I'm not. Do you think this is a possible slippery slope? No, I do not. If we compare Eververse where it was introduced with House of Wolves and how it is now, we can see things get slowly more invasive. This is completely untrue. No. We were told when Eververse was first introduced that it was a slippery slope. People said the same things that you just said, and they said, they're going to sell power, Lono. They're going to sell power. What did Bungie do? all of D2's life, they gave you junk rolls on the armor, because they never wanted to be accused of selling power. They removed RNG from the Eververse. Direct purchase, and if you go to the collections in the game right now, and you look at the quantitative difference, look at seasons 1 through 6, look at the number of ghosts, ships, and sh- uh, and and sparrows. There are way more! Seasons 1 through 6, they were adding way more items to the Eververse. The Eververse is far more narrow now. It's a more narrow offering. Yes, they've added ghost projections and 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 finisher moves and emotes but those don't account for the massive quantitative difference between the amount of sparrows ghosts and ships that they used to add every season it's it's so much smaller now and it's direct purchase. There's a clear currency transmission. Only uh, about 80% of the items are earnable because you you have bright dust earn rates in the game, and you can pick the items that you want. And then they do special events like with Ava Levante, where you get extra bright dust injection. And if I don't want any of her items, I'm not forced to basically get them from RNG. I can save up the extra bright dust and buy what I want, which I did. I bought a ton of things that that I didn't even I would not have gotten if it wasn't for her event those were effortless reskins tbh false we looked at them the other day there were reskins but every season there were new models of ghosts new models of sparrows and new models of ships and yes they did some copy pasta of those legendary items there'd be like four different you know four or five different versions of the one ghost but there were new models every single season way more new models every season of ghosts sparrows and ships than we get now Anybody who says they're focusing on the Eververse more isn't looking at the big picture. They're zoomed way in. They removed RNG from the Eververse. We asked for that. They added direct purchase. We asked for that. And there's less items quantitatively being added every season than we used to get. So sure, you used to get a bright ingram every time you leveled up, but there was a massive quantity of items to dump on you in line with that. You don't need that anymore because there's way less items. So, to say it's a slippery slope and the Eververse has followed that slippery slope, that is false. False. It's not true. The Eververse is right now one of the best models for a micro-spending store I've ever seen. They give you an internal earn rate to buy the items. 80% of the items can be earned and bought. They have very, very few silver-only items. And there's no RNG. There's no loot boxes. There's no power. All the things that people are worried about from a a micro-store aren't present in Destiny's Micro Store. They're not! They got rid of RNG. People hated that. People hate loot boxes. They've never sold power. The closest thing they came to selling power, armor pieces, prior to the ornamental system, they insisted on those armor pieces having bad rolls. You bought, you were buying junk. And it was because they were so scared to sell power. You know? So... Destin's in chat. Love you, Destin. Catching your morning show for the first time before my meeting. I try very hard to be positive, but come on. There are problems with the game we should be discussing. That's why I had you on FTC, and I think that's healthy. Can you give examples of bad form uh, versus constructive, thoughtful discussion? Can you give examples of bad form versus constructive, thoughtful discussion? Well, in this case, people being mad about this, the only thoughtful thing I saw was someone said, this feels more like every other game. I feel like my my beloved game is starting to look like every other mobile game that's out there. My pushback on that was Bungie has to make this game accessible to the new players. We're 3 years we're we're, we're entering our third year and new players have a mountain of things to take care of and do if they jump in right now so they've tried to make things accessible 750 light when you start Leveling's really fast when you play through the campaign you get free stuff the entire time you're playing from the season pass and now here's just one more like hey here's some cool items that are kind of old that you probably won't have if you go and look at the the exotic collection list right now the number of weapons is just insane it's so so it's daunting you're never going to get all those items new players are less likely to get them also because they're not running 980 Nightfalls. So the influx of exotic items in their inventory is incredibly low compared to the rest of the player base. The items they're giving to the weapons themselves have been sold a significant amount of times at Xur, especially Prometheus Lens. Like, everybody snagged that. Come on. And Suros and Prospector. These items have been in Xur's inventory numerous times. There's 63 exotic weapons. So, to, to hand three out of 63 over a period of six months, I believe this registers a zero on the Richter scale. It's not a big deal. There's no cause for alarm here. These are outdated items, the, especially the Eververse ones, the ships and the and the sparrows and the and the ghosts. These are items that were at a time where we were getting items hand over fist. I have I have almost all these items, and some people are like, "Oh, cool! I didn't have this one yet." If Bungie would have put exclusive items in here, that would have been a problem, because people would have been like, wait, you can't do that. That, I I, I can't get that in the game unless I go get Twitch Prime. Bungie hasn't done that. They've not put items in here that are exclusive, like a purple skin or something. Um, So I think this is right in a safe a very safe, non-controversial lane. I, I really don't think that this is problematic. And when people try to say, as, as this person has said here, TX Blue's question, that the Eververse is a slippery slope, I actually, from the time Eververse was instituted to the way that it landed in Destiny 2, its initial conception, to now, Eververse is significantly better. We can't ignore all the improvements they made to Eververse and then get upset because, well, there's cool stuff in there. Again, if you look at seasons one through six, the quantity, the number of items they were adding every season was insane. It was so many. There were new Ghost, Sparrow, and Ship models every season one through six, and they were taking up pages in the collections. Now, there's like nine Sparrows this season. It's a lot smaller, and sure, you could say, but well, what about finishers and emotes and ghost projections? Finishers, emotes, and ghost projections are the very, like, by definition, just vanity items. I mean, they invented finishers brand new, and we don't, like, the flourish on a finisher? I I can't imagine grinding a nightfall for a different finisher. Um, I just can't imagine doing that. We brought that up on Fireteam chat uh the other gentleman was on the show with us was his name travis i forget i forget his name it might have been his name anyway he said oh the emote that was in the spire of stars that was really cool i don't disagree with that but if i'm grinding for a cosmetic vanity item that's that's one and done when you get the sparrow from arms dealer once you get the sparrow you're done his name was travis okay good i remembered once you get the sparrow from arms dealer you're done generally speaking, grinding endgame content, aspirational content, makes more sense if it's a random rolled item or an item that can be greater or lesser degrees of cool. And so, I, and, and again, that's probably my bias. People might be like, but Lono, I would love to grind content for emotes and ornaments and shaders. I, I'm i not going to disagree that they could, and I've said this, if you go watch my video about um, the NPCs and the vendors, I basically said, They should look like the Obelisks, where you level up the NPC throughout the season, and when you get to rank 25, 50, 75, and 100, there's, like, cool things. There's ornaments, there's shaders, or whatever. They made, I mean, come on, they made an ornament for the Dust Rock Blues, for crying out loud. You could have made an ornament for the Old Fashioned, and had the Old Fashioned as, like, a a weapon frame at Zavala. So all season long, I'm trying to get a good roll by grinding a frame from Zavala in Strikes, that would revitalize Strikes, and then... As I level up Zavala throughout the season, his ranks going up, there's like a cool ornament waiting for me. I do think they could afford to take some of the items out of the Eververse and help out the vendors a little bit. But I don't think it's as extreme as people make it sound. People people make it sound like Season of Dawn. Oh, they just they put more stuff in the Eververse than the rest of the game. And I'm like... What are you talking about? Sundial and all the weapons attached to it. There's a lot. There's some cool guns in there. We got two entire armor sets if you count uh, the armor set from the, the pass and the ornamental set. And, it's, and again, I think they're limited in what they can offer for $10. Unfortunately, I think this is how I've been trying to put it. If we have to wait an entire year for Forsaken and Shadowkeep, that's a whole year, we wait one-fourth of that amount of time for a season. One-fourth. So, look at Forsaken look at Keep and slice off one-fourth of that content and that's kind of where our expectations should be. We're waiting only three months for a season. So in that allotment of time, we should understand that we're not going to get the substance and the depth and the size of a Forsaken or a Shadowkeep. It just isn't feasible. It isn't possible. So, with the limited bandwidth and deliveries that they are giving us, I think they've done a pretty good job the 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 missing component i think and we keep coming back to this we talked about this on the quarters of time episode of the rageous roundtable the missing component is capstone aspirational content what where am i going with my god rolls where am i going with my my min max stats and all of my awesome mods on my armor where am i going there really isn't a place for that right now bungie's got to figure out how to capstone the grind because presently it's not capstone didn't Bungie say they would put story-related things in the Eververse store? They would not. What's the difference between Hashladun Sparrow and Saint-14 Sparrow? I don't remember where and when they said that. I don't remember ever reading Bungie saying they would not put story-related things in the Eververse. I don't. I don't remember seeing that. And lore? I Lore has been on exotics for a really long time. So, like... That's not story. Like a cutscene or or what a, a cinematic or something i lore on the guns i mean you buy you buy guns from zer I, I don't i don't know I, it was in the TWAB? it was a TWAB. i want to see the direct quote cuz people say this kind of stuff all the time and then we go read the actual quote we're like well that's not really that's not really what they said so <laughs> Mm. you don't need to own the item you, to read the lore tab yeah that's pretty good pushback from flame too just go read it but you have to own it to, to read the lore I don't know it's it's literally in collections you just go to collections and read the lore T-Funk with the next question. Do you think Bungie should implement a calendar of rewards to incentivize daily logins from resource nodes, glimmer, and eventually enhancement cores, and maybe a shard at like 24, 30, maybe add an ornament or... Okay, so I don't... This right here doesn't feel like destiny. Make sure and log in on Tuesday to get your shards, and the next day you're going to get some... No, I. this is what I think would be better. The spirit of what you're putting here is fine but I would say every NPC right now has weekly daily and repeatable bounties they can also have weekly daily and even monthly objectives so every day you're logging in it's not just bounty chasing it's like okay I need to level up Zavala and one of the best ways to do that is to focus on weekly and daily objectives so what's his daily objective? Zavala's daily objective is um, get get 50 get 50 precision kills and strikes oh that's not hard and you go and you do that it's just yeah you just go in you do it and you're you're getting your objective and when you go back to him you check the little, the little checkbox on him and you, and you go and you click on it and it gives you like a little XP boost for the week and then if you're working on your weekly objective, when you get that, it's another little XP boost. Those would be like little kickstarts to leveling him up. It wouldn't be a bounty. You're not like grabbing it and like, oh, I got to get 150 or, you know, hive or something. It would be, it would be just something that's tracked at him. And it will be something way more low level, way more low key, like run a couple of strikes or something. I think daily and weekly objectives would be just a good way to make it feel like I'm doing something with this particular NPC and leveling them up and leveling them up has benefits. The same way leveling up the obelisk had benefits. There were there were perks along the way. You could also have seasonal rewards. They've only did that one that 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 time where you could get levels of Vala to 50 and get a ship. They need to bring that back. That that was a cool idea. And I don't know why they only did it that one time. It's so weird. It's so out of left field. Leveling NPCs with a, for, for a seasonal rank reward or rewards and vanity items, I think is a really, really good look. And I think they should consider doing more of it. And if they have to take a hand, it's it wouldn't take much. A hand of handful of items from the Eververse, just a couple. And they could really, really make the NPCs a lot more appealing season to season. They did a Nightfall rank for the shotgun. Oh, that's right, they did. I forgot about that. Fiba Smash. Do you think people are upset, not because of the free exotics, but the fact that they are not the coveted exotic from grinding hours and hours and weeks to obtain the coveted exotic? So, in essence, they're taking out the resentment from the lack of valued exotics and the satisfaction of grinding so hard and obtaining what you finally spent all that time on prime loot. I... I have no idea who's doing this. I don't know who grinded for hours and hours and hours for a Suros, a Prometheus Leonard, or a Prospector. There was no intentional exotic grind prior to Shadow Keep. There was no, oh, go here and exotics drop a lot. That wasn't a thing prior to Shadow Keep, so I that's I, I don't think that's a sentiment. Um All this means nothing. Captain Jack is back. What are you talking about? Um daily login system does give incentive if there's goodies there, but if you see that on a veteran perspective, on the contrary, if you're the one stuck waiting at least 150 a day to get your gun your friend's been using, I look at how newbie raging at the end, making Warframe a casual game. I, your sentence structure made me hard to understand your position. Far West Fox. Do you think we will see any Twitch-themed Ingrams? No. Uh, the unemployed. So, How does the process work and where do I get my Twitch Prime? Where do I use my Twitch Prime sub? You can use your Twitch Prime sub on anybody. Please make sure and use it. If you actually connect your Amazon Prime and your Twitch Prime, make sure and use that sub every month on somebody. It doesn't have to be me, but don't let it go to waste. It does support any streamer that you use it on. Um, And we have commands in chat. If you use the Prime Loot command in chat, that will walk you through how to connect and claim your Destiny Loot. Uh, FOS Green. It's incredible how hostile the community is to new players despite the game already being hard for noobs to get into. What are some ways D2 can improve the new player experience before D3? Well, I think new player acquisition is tough because they have to um, they have to go back and like retroactively re-engineer how the how all the, the campaigns are tied together and stuff. And they did a, they didn't do a very good job of that. And I think the challenge is, when they're delivering Shadowkeep, when they're delivering Season of Dawn, it is true, they kind of need to focus on the, on, the, on the veteran players. We're the ones buying Shadowkeep, we're the ones buying Season of Dawn. For every nine of us that buys Season of Dawn, there might be one new player that happened to buy it. There's probably a pretty big disparity between experienced players buying DLC in seasons and new players. So they definitely have to make sure they're focusing on giving us good stuff and if they're dedicating man hours and bandwidth to like well we have to make sure the campaign's really really enjoyable the the question at that point would be how many new players are going to dedicate a lot of time to the campaign aren't they going to kind of like maybe play it for a little bit and then just start jumping into other places or playing with their friends to re to two years in suddenly re-engineer what the new player funnel looks like is just going to take time and i don't think they've done the best job because i don't think it was like a front burner issue D- free to free entry point get as many people in as we possibly freaking can and just hopefully people that like this style of game will find their way i think it was the attitude they took uh golden boy was tweeting about this he was like you know it's just a lot it doesn't seem to there just seems to be too much to do it's overwhelming he seemed to say you know and and, come on he's a smart guy and it was a lot for him because he's just if you're not familiar with destiny it's just this giant overwhelming director with tons of stuff to do and you're like I would uh, uh, which where do I go what do I do Uh, and so they could they could streamline a lot of that I don't have a lot of input, because I've not actually gone through that experience. I don't really care to, but I definitely think from the feedback we've heard, new player funnel of acquisition could be a little bit more streamlined, but it, again, it probably just was not a front burner issue with Keep and other things taking up most of their time. Flame. Uh, so I know some of the Twitch Prime loot was at one point silver only and time exclusive. Do you feel it's an issue? Bungie is preying on FOMO, then going back on its... On it, i.e., stuff like this and from the past, Eververse Ingrams. I don't know. I don't think that's. I don't think that's. That's a fair assessment. I mean, if they're going to have an item that's silver only, okay. I actually don't know if any of these items were silver only. I don't know what the count is. I'd have to see concrete evidence of that. Um, I. I. I feel like they would have tried to avoid that, but because I have most of these items and I didn't spend any silver, so I don't know if you're correct in that. I'd have to see the list. The whole list and contrasted against my collections because I bought almost nothing with silver up until very recently. So most of these items, the fact that I have them, I don't think I used silver. Um, my friend paid $10 for the Mind Explosion taunt. One of the emotes was silver only? Okay, the emote was silver only is what people in chat are saying. Philosophically, I don't think I have a problem with somebody buying something two years ago and then Bungie coming back and giving it away in a best of Ingram, I I just I don't think that that's an issue that's like people getting angry when the iPhone gets cheaper a year later like yep early adopters are gonna spend more uh sure that's like people getting angry that Destiny is really cheap now as far as their DLC like oh I spent full price on that and they get it for cheap being like now nah, hang on I bought that for silver and now you're giving it away yeah you've also had it for two years so that <laughs> you've been able to use that entire time for something to infinitely remain silver only and never earnable or purchasable again unless they bring it back with for silver I just don't know if that's a if that's a position that I can say is 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 a worthy one to draw a line in the sand on oh I bought this emote two years ago for 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 silver and now you're you're giving it away with twitch prime yeah, that's really lame. I I think getting that persnickety about vanity items is something I can't relate to. So if they advertise something as a time exclusive and then they give it out for free, I think that's a bit scummy. Did they ever say these were timed exclusives, though? I don't know. Like, items just show up and then go away. It's always been that way. I I don't know. You pay for the exclusivity in some capacity. I could see that. I just I don't know if when I look at the number of vanity items they've rolled out over the years and for somebody to say it's a scummy or as somebody else in chat is saying, it's grimy for them to be like, Hey, two years later, we're going to throw this in a bundle, uh, you know, for Twitch prime. I just don't know if I feel that strongly to ever use that kind of language about a vanity item that somebody bought a couple of years ago. Um, but now we know they're time exclusives. Uh, I don't know. Now, this season, there's only supposed to be like 20%. Only about 20% of the items are supposed to be silver only. Um, I personally don't care because I didn't buy that emote, but I know people who did recently. This was post-Forsaken. That emote is barely a year old. Well, then Bungie may need to go back and revisit it. Somebody may have made a mistake. I mean, somebody needs to maybe let them know, hey, you guys have a, a fairly recent emote that's less than a year old that was silver only. I think Bungie would be opening to hearing that criticism. If there's one item in the mix it's like, hey man, I come on now I bought that six months ago and you're already giving it away for free. I thought most of the items were significantly older than that. We could bring that up. I, I, I think bringing that to their attention is completely legitimate and fine to say, you guys should maybe uh, shuffle something else in there. Um, another emote from maybe year one or something because that was a silver only emote from you know nine months ago or something. So, it came out on Forsaken. It's a year old. Yeah. It being silver only, I'm not gonna get that angry about it, but I do think maybe we should take up for the folks that did buy it, because it's like, come on, you know, if that was a silver only item and nobody could earn it from Ingram's, then that person bought that under an impression, and you're kind of subverting that impression a year later, which I think isn't that big of a deal, but I do think it could, it could really put a bad taste in folks' mouth going forward like well am I going to buy this silver item and then you're going to give it away to twitch people in a year you know so green bakers you think a Bungie partnership with Twitch could bring us new exotics? Outbreak-type mission. I don't think this is even going to have anything to do with that. I think when they do missions like that, that's contained within their own game. Perfectly diverse. I'm generally cool with items included in the Twitch Prime, but what do you think about adding doses of Bright Dust? That gives newbies an obvious inroad into Eververse loot? No, I don't think that's a good idea at all. That is a currency that's earned in the game that ha- that has measurable value because you can use that currency to buy items in the Eververse right now when they rotate down for Bright Dust. I don't think they need to start giving folks currency. These are old vanity items and guns that most people have or bought from Xur. You start giving away Bright Dust currency, that would be, I think I'd be concerned about that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, hang on, slow down a minute now <laughs> because that is, uh that's playtime in the game that's a, that's a bright that that's I, that's that's a currency right now that can bypass silver purchase you know in the eververse I would be concerned if they went that route I think the route they went is pretty safe uh Tomster with trials around the corner do you think this will be this is when will be enough for the crucible no I don't think this will be enough for the crucible players in destiny. My Trials video basically said, Trials cannot be the savior of Destiny's PvP. It can be a good capstone, but it will not be the savior. Uh, Beef down. Uh, How does Bungie make people use new weapons and leave weapons like Recluse in the past? It seems this season's weapon mods are a fail and we continue to use old weapons. Why grind for the new ones? Well at a fundamental level, now that they know what they know about champion mods, I think champion mods should just be available all the time on primaries, so I can use any primary I want. So, let's just say, for example, that I was grinding for um... A god roll scout this season, and for whatever reason, I really liked it. I, you know, I got the patron of lost causes, and let's just say I love that scout, and it's awesome. But then next season, the artifact rolls out, and it can't use, and then scouts next season can't use any champion mods. Well, that's really disappointing. You know, I finally got this really god roll scout, and now it can't use the champion mods. It's kind of been chopped down a peg kind of happened to folks last season they went for a really really good role on like the subjunctive or something and then this time around smgs weren't on there. hand cannons weren't on there if you want people to change their guns and their loadout i believe you do it through incentivization not through restrictive processes like this like well we're going to be restrictive you're gonna you know you're gonna you're gonna run bows and scouts and pulses all season Ugh. you can move the you can move the meta around and shift people's preferences around a lot easier and it's real simple you just do it through modifiers hey you can throw a champion mod on any primary you want you use whatever your favorite weapon is that's fine but this week in nightfalls and in the new seasonal activity champions are gonna take more damage from bows and sidearms okay you don't have to use a bow or a sidearm but there's an incentive to try it out and then the next week it's hey this week champions take more damage from auto rifles and smgs and you're like okay that's not bad i like my auto rifle i got a good roll on this smg or whatever you're then rotating your weapon load out not because you have to only if you want to you could still run if it's smg and auto rifle week and you love your hand cannon keep on running your hand cannon it can run unstoppable it can run anti barrier whatever it is that uh, you, you, you know you need uh, might as well get rid of champions at that point I disagree I disagree it's a rhythmic pain point and you have to shoot in a particular way and use the guns in a particular way I don't agree with that getting rid of champions just because you're making it a little bit easier for me to run the loadout that I wanted I I don't think it's presently working in the way that it's intended. Champions should be maybe a little bit harder to interact with if you universalize the ability for me to use any primary that I want. Empowering the player to use a hand cannon instead of a bow doesn't mean that the champion's not a pain point that has to be dealt with in a particular way. You have to wait for the shot to glow, you got to hit him. If you don't kill him, you got to wait until he's he's unstoppable again. It's an intrinsic mechanic to the game. It's not just a bullet dump on everybody that you see. There's a there's a there's a rhythm, there's an awareness to it. And you're forcing people to take other mods off. Right? You have to take off your 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 major spec or whatever and run something else it, it, it's causing a slight disruption in what they're doing and it's causing you to interact with them in a particular way to keep them from and one unstoppable ogre can really ruin a run if you're working on something that you're trying to go for speed like we were with the nightmare hunts rose cannon how do you feel about the current state of the Crucible? I have a whole video on it. I'm not going to comment. That's too long of a question. You can go watch my video on YouTube. Darth Jader. What are some things a Jedi Fallen Order noob needs to know before going so far in the game? This is not relevant to the discussion. But block a lot. Blocking is a 360 degree block. And you can always use that to study uh, the enemy's rhythms ginger 300 some of the outrage i've been seeing is strange games like warframe have done similar prime deals giving players weapons and resource boosters do you think people are just being angry for the sake of being angry i'd be really interested to check the comments from folks who always reference how how wonderful warframe is as if they're the paragon of of games you know what people would say oh it's a free game so it's fine well i mean in many respects Destiny's a free game now too so dan papa Uh, while I agree with using old items, what about adding one new banner that promotes Twitch? You could also add ones for other streaming platforms as well. I don't want Twitch logos in Destiny. I don't. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't want... It it would look cheesy. Uh, Destiny items and, 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 and... iconography and the logos and the manufacturers and stuff are all so cool i don't want to disrupt that with it and i love twitch but i just i don't want the twitch logo in in destiny lightning within should there be autonomous turrets that guardians can place just a random question doesn't seem like it fits with the game but or something do you think drops would have been better uh campaign than prime uh yeah i don't know i th- this just seems like a what a shoulda coulda question what a shoulda coulda questions don't really in- engage my brain that much i mean d- maybe who cares this is what they went with and it's set for six months loot drops as, as, as opposed to this it probably would have received the same criticism from the same folks um Custom snack says, "Do you think a trading system of some kind would work in Destiny? No, I hate trading in loot-based games. Aside, love as a as a new light player, what's the best way to attack the ton of older loot and content?" Um. The old loot's not that important. Uh, I would just use the campaign to level up and then you can just start focusing on a lot of the loot grinds. Level your obelisks, get your season pass moving along, grind some sundial. By the time you're doing all that, it'll be time for a new season anyway. I wouldn't focus on the old content and the old loot that much. Uh, Play through the campaign, that'll level you up pretty fast. Uh, Maxis Prime... You think there might be ornaments that give you they get you get via Prime, but for those those people that don't have Prime, bring them in next season's Ingram or something like that so Prime members get it early. I don't know. I, I don't wanna overthink this. It's ve- it's just this is just so simple. Um, this is just such a simple thing. I don't think we need to overthink it. Uh, when I when I look at the way that this is set up. I can't think of being like, well, they better put this stuff in the in the best of you know Ingram's next season. I mean, you're kind of undercutting the whole Twitch Prime thing. Then, like, well, I got this le- now. You're now you're now you're hurting the how many new players then would be working their way through next season and being like, well, already got all this stuff, already got this ship and sparrow from Twitch Prime. Like, I just I don't know if that's the right call either. Kronos the Tyrant says, "What if Twitch Prime loot was new stuff?" but it could be bought in the Eververse <laughs> you are you trying to make everybody mad that would be not that would not be good you know oh you're gonna give it free to twitch prime people but if I wanted I gotta buy it with real money like I don't think that would be a good idea at all out of all the choices they could have made I think they made the one that was the least controversial and problematic and people are complaining anyway blackjack uh, if this is old content, why not have Xer-Cell 1K voices? It's old content that people don't play. This is probably um, one of the easiest examples of a bad equivalency. Um, old content, there was no old content to grind for the Soros, the Prospector, or the Prometheus lens. They were also sold by Xer. I would wager to say a significant portion of the community that has these weapons bought them from Xur. Uh, You can't really equate this with 1K Voices or the Anarchy that were low drop rate exotic weapons in the raid. However, to your point, 1K Voices, Anarchy, and Taraba should have like a 25 to 50% drop rate or at least a 25% drop rate that goes up every time you don't get it. They're irrelevant raids, and if you're running it, then I, you, the drop rate should be pretty high. Just it, There's no reason to have people running raids that old that much for one drop. BC Wookiee. The biggest issue is the idea that items come from outside the game. So they implement a system where you get a Twitch Quest bounty that can be as easy as gain XP or at least is an earned feeling. You're basically saying, I don't like them doing this. Can they do something completely different? Which, no, they've, this is fine and other games do it and they did it in a way that's not a big deal. Apex, Predator. What about some additional rewards from the season pass beyond level 100? I would love to see a prestige level, a third level that unlocks that just continues to show you obviously we know we get the best of ingrams every five levels after that but they could show you that and then you could maybe get just a diminished amount of the currency just so you kind of see your progress and that you know like hey periodically I'm going to get some stuff from hitting level 150 or whatever uh, I, I would be fine with that Lobo. What are your thoughts on exclusive archetype perks? Um... I don't have a strong opinion here, but I think perks is one of the places where they need to innovate the most. Excluded. Based on the way Bungie has started to set up this season, do you think this Twitch Prime loot drop is that big publicity gain for the upcoming season? I think they're always trying to fill the funnel with players, and I think each season's going to get better with time, because they've had more time to work on it, so I think spring is going to be better than season of dawn, and I think summer's going to be the biggest out of all of them. Same way they did it last time, like Black Armory to Drifter to Opulence, they got the seasons got bigger each time. Drifter was just too gambit-focused, but it was so a bigger and more substantive season I mean you have to ignore the raid I mean the raid wasn't really the main content focus it was the forges and those were pretty basic Um, the loo pool wasn't bad but the content itself was very thin in Black Armory do you think it would be okay for Bungie to put like 100 silver in the Twitch Prime so players would have silver but not enough to get anything without buying something with additional silver. No, this again is right in line with my response to the bright Dust question. They went right down the middle, not controversial old items, nothing exclusive. These are items that most of the common players, most of the hardcore players are going to have already. You can't start giving bright dust and silver to people because they have Twitch Prime. That would cause a lot of frustration. Even if you're like, well, it's only a hundred, so they gotta buy more. Well, then what's the point? That that would be such a clear way of like form of manipulative like ways to getting people to buy silver. Well, we gave you a hundred and you can't buy anything with it, but uh, you know you, we're gonna give you a discount on the next silver pack you buy. I, I just that's not the way forward here. These are these are very very inconsequential basic items um so and last question from ricardo's it will probably never happen but what if raids were match made it wouldn't work play menagerie with a team that doesn't know what they're doing and you'll quickly see that raids would be awful if they were match made uh there's too many players listen the match made raid funnel would be full of people that you don't want to play with and i i genuinely mean that i don't think you'd want to play with people that were trying to match make raids All the people that know what they're doing have a mic and are sensible enough to want to run raids on a regular basis. They have found a solution over the last five years to run raids. They have found a solution. A clan, a friends list, or LFG. None of those people would be in the funnel. Almost none of those people would be in the funnel. Do you want to know who would be in the funnel of matchmaking for raids? Mikeless little Timmy, who ain't paying attention and his mom's yelling at him. Like, that's who's going to throw themselves in the funnel. Or... I just I'm telling you, I'm telling you. There would be some there would be some well-intended players that would throw themselves into matchmaking and then they would be in a sea. They would just be in a sea of dum-dums. And I'm not trying to be mean, but seriously think about it. If you are If you are proficient enough to run raids on a reasonable amount of, like, regularity, and you have a mic, and you know what you're doing, you have found a solution. You either have a friends list, or a clan, or you're comfortable using LFG. So a giant swath of competent, raiding community members would never set foot in matchmaking. They just wouldn't. It would be a sea of just... inefficiency. (laughs) I guess you'd never use LFG. Yeah, I, I've used LFG. I use LFG in the past. I'm telling you right now, e- if it happens in LFG, it would happen even more with a match made environment where I can just go click a button. You know, I got my mic plugged in and I'm just ready to spew stupid, inane comments and get angry when people aren't, you know, doing the right thing. Um, why not build in LFG? Because if they spend development time building LFG, it's a tool. That again, most people wouldn't use it. The people that you want to use it wouldn't use it. Right now, if you are comfortable using offsite LFG or you have a clan or a friends list, you're not going to touch an in-game LFG. You're not. Why? You don't need to. It would be a bunch of development time and bandwidth spent on something that isn't needed and that most folks would be like, I already have a solution to this problem. Where, where is this giant swath of people who would raid if they could just put it in the game? Like, no, if you really want to raid, you're probably, you have probably gone and figured out LFG. You probably have some friends or a clan or something. I just, I can't see there being this reservoir of players that are like, you know, I would raid and I'm pretty competent, good player with a microphone, but that, that LFG website's just, that's just too newfangled for me. I can't figure that out. I don't I don't think it's a giant need in the game right now. I think there are too many long-standing solutions to this pain point. Year 1 or 2 of Destiny's life cycle, I maybe would have agreed with you. We are 5 years into the franchise. You are not going to fill an LFG in-game LFG funnel or matchmaking funnel with players that would know what the frick they're doing. It would be a it would be a wasteland. And I used to argue in favor of matchmaking. I did. During the King's Fall days, I'd be like, raids are progressively difficult. They start out pretty easy. People could eventually figure it out. They'd eventually meet people that know what they're doing. They could fill their friends list with folks, you know, that could know what they're doing. Listen, if you're willing to throw yourself into a matchmade raid environment and slowly add people that have mics and are competent and know what they're doing, then why in the frick are you not using LFG right now? Do you see what I'm saying? If you're like, well, I would throw myself into matchmaking and slowly meet nice people and add them to my friends list. That sounds like a great attitude. You can do that right now! Just go use LFG! It, you know? I just, I don't think it would get, it it just isn't worthy of attention right now. We need them working on so many other things, and in-game LFG or matchmaking for raids is not a front-burner issue, because raids get a minority of engagement anyway, so just don't think it's front burner issue and I know people feel like that's like dismissive but the game's been up up, up been running for way too long um you know to, to do that d2 raid philosophy is not conclusive to matchmaking well yeah no because the with the revive timer no way no way I know I agree not for d2 but for the future I don't know, Enlightened D, because how many people are going to transition? Let's say there's a Destiny 3 on the horizon. We don't know. It's not been officially announced, but let's say there is. Most of the player base is going to go over there, and they're going to do what they've always done. You guys ready to raid? Sweet. Let's jump in. Oh, I feel like raiding. Let me go use LFG. (laughs) They they wouldn't suddenly be like, you know what? I'm going to completely jettison the last seven years of my habits and player decision making. I'm going to do something completely different. I'm going to use the in-game LFG in matchmaking. Probably not. Probably not. I wish they could find a way to do it but I just have to be honest about the fact that I defended this for a long time and I just don't think it's a good idea. If you can't be bothered to use LFG, I don't want to play with you. <laughs> I, I, I I, know it's frustrating to be like you gotta use some other place, some other website, but how many players right now would love to run raids they're unwilling to mess with LFG would be like yep, our savior, in-game matchmaking in-game LFG I just I don't I don't think it's a big swath of players. I think it's a small swath of players. And again, I think the players that you want to have in there wouldn't be in the player pool. It's why it's why Guided Games hasn't gone anywhere. Your competent, patient, intelligent, Sherpa Sherpa level players are not going into Guided Games because they're in all the other they're in all the other pools. Clans, Friends lists, and and the and the offsite LFG. So we're going to keep on streaming and talking. If you guys have enjoyed this segment, if you've enjoyed your time here today, it's an interactive podcast. I'm, I'm usually playing the game, but we had this up for the for the sake of the thing today, the discussion. If you've enjoyed it, it's a family-friendly environment. I'm not going to be making it awkward if you're listening to me at work or with kids around. I'm going to keep on streaming, but if you have enjoyed this, this, this segment, please click follow and turn on notifications. That's a free way to support me. And if you're listening in the other places, please like, share, and subscribe.